And Bill, we've got your former teammate in here, Stephen Hocking. 199 games, best clubman uh, there one year he won. Uh, no, and, no best and fairest, but also was a uh, <laughs> a bricky. Like worked the bricks uh, when we used to play. Oh, when la- you la- laid them. Well, if you're a bricky, you probably yeah, worked. And a picture framer. Well, and Stephen, other, weren't you? The other good. word that went often with Steve Hocking that never really got associated with you was tough. He was a very, very <laughs> tough footballer. Hock, welcome to you. Thanks, Joe. Hey, uh, what are we dealing with here? We got the the comp. It's ticking along. Uh, the the player review, uh, player review, the goal review thing. I guess you've been smashed yep. everywhere you've gone because people are are uh, enthralled with it. But all we want to know here, because we're not in the business of boring people like probably some of the other people <laughs> you've been chatting to, Steve, uh, is the bunker is coming in for the finals, yes or no? Uh, it's certainly something we'll work towards, definitely. And if you have a look at last night's game, the edge technology that was used, that was ghosted in last final series. And, uh, yeah, certainly if we can get it up and, and you know, we've got the right amount of uh, dollars to back that, um, we'll ghost it in over the final series and make sure that we've, we've got it ready for the 2020 season. So the, what's, what sort of person do you look to have in that situation there, controlling it? Well, that's, that's part of it, uh, BT. The thing that we'd be able to do is we've got 15 score review officers you know, placed right around the country at the moment. If you centralise the system, um, what you're able to do is, is just have a much smaller group. So today is a great example. You could potentially just have a couple of people right. that are working across uh, multiple games today. And, uh, and everyone's absolutely focused and just doubling down on the fact that it's going to fix the score review. There's still human beings that are involved. So, you know, mistakes happen. Absolutely. For for anyone that thinks that. People need to recognise that. For anyone that thinks it hasn't worked. And we said that about the NFL. Mistakes still happen. Of course. And so, if I can just extend it beyond that, um, and, and so the other parties, then what else does it offer? to the game and, and that's what excites me the most. I've been fortunate to be uh, in the review centre of um, uh, uh, the bunker they call it, the NRL bunker earlier in the year and, and we're, we've, we're, well, we're well advanced on this. You know, we've got off the back of the recent um, commentary and exposure to it, we've just got people piling in all, want, all wanting a piece of it so we've got to make the right decisions but I've been to the NRL bunker, it's like NASA. I've been to the A-League um, bunker as well which sort of sits down underneath the, the NASA vehicle that uh, the NRL have and um, you know, they're both very different. We need to make sure that we land the best one. And the things that we'd be able to do off the back of it is not just score review, but we'd be able to do MRO. So clubs would actually get, you know, post an hour of game. Wow. They'd actually have all the incidents assessed, and this is what we're looking at. This is about advancing officiating. Yeah. The other thing we would be able to support is um, umpiring on field as well. So the umpires currently, we, we've got umpire coaches going everywhere around the country. So we've got three full-timers inside um, AFL headquarters, and then we build the rest out with part-time umpires. The advantage of it is that we could condense that down and they can actually, currently a, um, a, a performance review for an umpire takes until about a Wednesday in the current system. We'd be able to nail that down within 24 hours of an umpire completing and then they're coming in for training during the week um, and, and actually working on the stuff that they need to around improvement. The, the, the final piece would be what you could do medically and um, we'd be able to have a... a medical expert and, and, and a person clipping vision and sending that live to the bench 
to be uh, empowering the, the, the doctors that are there within the game with all the chaos happening mm. and they're making decisions off the back of that. No interference from the AFL other than just supporting their decision-making. So it's not just about score review. The review centre would advance us significantly in the game. The score review uh, was initially brought in, I assume, for the goal line. On goal line. Yeah. Now, we're, we're having incidents, obviously, 50 what, metres out. 50 yeah. metres yeah. out. Do you, do you see that changing? Should that just... Should that just be left alone and left to the field umpires? Should, be, should we be looking at that and just focus and get that absolutely perfect? Yeah, look, I, I think it's, it's, it's a really good point, Wayne. I, I think where the game the game needs to decide is to what are we going to what are we going to double down on, and then what are we going to just go? That's just part of the game. Yep. And and what's happened is you're quite right. It was introduced as a as a goal line um, system, and it's very effective. You have a look at last night's game, and that you know that was that was significant. It, it, you know, it put a bit of confidence back into it, which was really pleasing. Mind you, you're sort of sitting there watching it and you've got your heart in your mouth, as all the fans do. But at the same time, um, what happened on Thursday night was, and everybody's sort of you know, got different views around that, that was reviewed as that kick was taken. And, and so the actual operator, that's, that's what we class as silent review. And there's a threshold that they need to meet off the back of that. And um, so they were reviewing that 50 seconds out before the ball was bounced back in the middle. So there was plenty of time. And the more they looked at it, the more they couldn't overturn it. So just on that, you're comfortable as an organisation, aren't you? I've heard Gillen yesterday and I've heard you. You're comfortable with that. Yes. Sean McKernan, goal being allowed. Yes. See, see, Wayne is adamant that that was having broadcast the game. That was touched. Oh, so, on the night, I thought it was touched. Yeah. I mean, I said I thought it was yeah, touched. Yeah. Why? Because his, of what fi- your fingers. his fingers looked right. like they went back, and it was physically impossible to put your fingers back. But I, I do, I do understand. I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion though that those those type of incidents shouldn't be shouldn't be, shouldn't be it. over. Yeah. It, sh- it shouldn't actually be a part of it. Yeah. That's not what the system was brought in for. So I think that's got to be. Up to the that's up to the hard. field umpire. It's too. How far do you want to go back? Yeah, I mean so, you could keep going back down the field yeah. if so you just, really want to. Just to tease us out a bit really. further. So sitting sitting live in the uh, in the NRL bunker, there is constant um, communication review going on with the match ref yep. right throughout the game. Mm. So they are just reviewing every touch on the ball. Um, you know, is a player in the wrong part of of um, you know their system? Yep. There's a whole host of things, and it's 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 like the whole time right throughout the game. So I think that's where we need to get to. Yep. And and we're absolutely committed. Gil's been really strong and given the green light to just go your hardest to, to nail that for 2020. Uh, don't need your answer on this, but I love what you've done with the umpiring, Stephen. 28 free kicks last night again. Yes. It is much, 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 much. I can't say much enough better. Less free kicks makes for a better game of footy. Last night was terrific, so well done with that. That's across all games. Tell us about the bye. We keep hearing that three... Weeks of a bye is going to come to something closer and narrower and different. What's that? Well, every box has said that to me, and I, that's sort of the, the the first I've heard of it. To be, to okay. be quite honest, yeah. And and so again, if that's if that is what is generally being communicated, you know, more broadly as far as all the stakeholders and particularly fans. Um, the current system is in place based on the fact that it continues momentum for broad, broadcasters yep. and the connection to the game. If that needs to change, that's something that you know, the appropriate decision makers will actually analyse um, and uh, and consider and, and you know work out where it lands for, right. for 2020. Thursday night footy has been a huge success, yeah. certainly for the television broadcasters. 
I think for everybody. Also, yeah, so yeah. we're going to see that. Would that ever be across the whole season? More? How would we handle it? Yeah, I, I think there's a point potentially where it just tips over too yeah, far. I agree. Yep. And I think we reckon we're with right. the game we're, we're, with that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do you take it to 10? You know, is 11 about the limit? Uh, eight, eight this year? Uh, nine. Nine. Yeah, nine. And, and I think the other part is too, there's, uh, to achieve this, upside that we've got in the game that 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 comes back to clubs so we worked closely with the aflpa and the clubs because a number of clubs have uh, had to go into five-day turnarounds for to achieve that and um i think the equation of that is is um uh, heavily weighted towards the team that's come off the five day not necessarily having a great result i think there's three wins uh for for those teams but uh overall you know that's been achieved off the back of that so there's more work to be done but we totally agree. We, we think that's really hard for the season. Yep. Are we getting closer to a team uh, in Tassie? Uh, if you if you listen to all the things that are being done, yes. uh, there's definitely a lot of work being done. There's already an under-18s team that's, uh, that's entered the competition. Um, they'll, they'll progress to a VFL, and then whether they progress beyond on, on that, um, that's that's for Tassie to, to sort out. Um, but we're certainly open to you know whatever they're willing to put forward, but they do need to take you know serious ownership of that if, if, if they want that to happen. You've introduced the mid-season draft this year. Mid-season trade period is also being talked about. Where are you personally on that as, as early as next year? Uh, well, we had the 18 GMs of footy in yesterday, um, Damo, and, and um, the, you know, the pleasing thing is the mid-season draft has actually advanced the conversation yep. around that. So it's almost like it was a, a step towards um, you know, greater player movement. I think there's 28 players through the supplemental period and also the mid-season draft period that have actually come onto lists. If, if it was to be considered, um, one of the reasons why we would consider it is because it gives clubs the opportunity, flexibility in their list and, and to remain competitive within the season. And so we would be led strongly by the clubs on, on that um, and we'll continue to you know, talk to that. Personally, I'm all for you know, how it's opened up. I, I think it's been really healthy for the competition. And the other thing I love about it is it provides players with opportunity and you know, I... I I'm not sure that just you know, being committed at a state league and then having to wait until a draft yeah. again is actually fair. And the other part is, I think for those state leagues, it also potentially keeps players committed in their competition rather than taking money down in lower leagues as well. With, with, with the trade, though, would there be constraints on the type of player you could wrench from another club? Well, that's all to be worked out. Yeah. But I, I think that that's certainly one of the things, a draft pick's part of it. it it's what it looks like, but we're, we're, we're absolutely open, open to, to the, yeah, all, all the considerations. Yeah. And Steve, of the new rules you brought in this year, just, uh, just speaking broadly about all of them, are, are you happy with it or is there something there that you want to tinker with? Uh, the feedback is, VT, that um, yeah, largely people are really happy. Um, I think one of the uh, things that we didn't plan for was just how tight it's made the competition. So there's a whole host of things that led to that. The real upside has been the back end of games. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's been significant for the competition. Uh, teams are live for longer in games and, and that's really, really healthy. We don't have um, teams icing the clock, you know, get 30 points up and they put numbers behind the ball. Um, if I go back to a game at uh, Marvel Stadium a couple of weeks ago between uh, Carlton and the Bulldogs, Carlton closed in on the Bulldogs twice, 30 points out. Mm. And, and, you know, within a, a kick at the end, I think it was a three-point loss really late in the, late in the game and you've got someone like Kuno kicking seven forward. Um, we've got more one-on-ones 
forward. Um, we've got uh, the better players with more space and time in the middle of the ground. Holding their, holding their structure yeah, for Yeah, uh, all of that's worked mm. really well. If there's one thing no, out, out of the nine, um, uh, it's been the, uh, the runner. So talking to we're, – yeah. we're currently in the okay. mid-season review and the coaches have been – and the heads of footy have been really strong on that um, as to they just feel a bit hamstrung around that. And as I've said, I'm on record of saying this, that um, – uh, we'll consider that through comp committee, and if we n- do need to just wind it back a bit, um, they do realise they caused it, though. The coaches, don't they? Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we're right over there, yeah. and, and we've pulled it right back to there. Yeah, yeah. Um, which come is, back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so you know, where's the balance yeah. in all of that? Oh, you're doing a great job, Stephen. Just fix the nominating of the ruck. That's my only beef. Uh, that's a nonsense. If we can get that out of the game, you are ticking every single box. Thanks very much for joining us. Run on, guys. With everything that's coming up, I love Steve Hocking. I like common sense, Brian. Yes, it's, yes, it's rare.